should I play that? Episode 82, not 182, not, uh, oh, there we go. So many technical difficulties, but we here, we in here though. We still here. We still here. Y'all, it's your boy, Chris, AKA SSJ Blackcrowd, AKA Mr. Muckluck, AKA the great one in the building for another episode. Should I play that? Mm -hmm. Joined with my guys. You got James to the green. We got Rod. What's going on, guys? How how y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. How about you? How's, how's it going? It's all right. It's going. It's a it's an interesting week. You know, since we last talked, you know, of course, uh, this is you know your your gaming podcast, uh, your weekly gaming podcast. But uh, before we jump into all that, I want to talk about some stuff. Talk mm-hmm. about um, you know what's going on uh, right now in in the, in, in the United States. Uh, Brianna Taylor, you know, we've been asking for justice for how many days now? I think it was like over a hundred, right? Two minutes. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. It's been a few months. Yeah. It's been a minute. And, you know, today was the day we we're supposed to find out whether or not she was gonna get some justice, get some get something. Um, so you know, they the city did uh award her family, I think, 12 million. So it's not like they were like just left, you know out to dry they're they're at least given that i want to acknowledge that okay but at the same time these police officers uh who you know pretty much walked in and and murdered uh brianna taylor uh of course one of the police officers have was already fired before but off of something completely different and uh only one of the officers that was being charged actually was charged for something but it wasn't for murder it was for shooting bullets that hit an, a neighbor's house essentially it was like wrongful endangerment or something like that something stupid something wild something crazy something stupid and oh that's actually pretty benign just, bro that's the craziest part it just it, it just shows that our lives you know it, it, it we don't mean anything like property matters more than, than black, black lives mm-hmm yeah preach brother chris i mean there's there's no way to spin that yeah (laughs) yeah actions speak louder than words people i am tired i'm tired i am drained like you know we the 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 news of them pretty much putting louisville in a state of emergency since yesterday uh seeing that there was like just a bunch of like businesses gas stations uh, boarding up like they mm-hmm. the writing's in the sand we like once i saw that i was like all right we we know what's about to happen mm-hmm. we know what's going on and it, it still doesn't like that the feeling of like like how i feel right now like i i i i knew it was happening so like it's a mixture of disappointment there's you know there's anger there's uh just like how how is this still happening why like what's going on Mm -hmm. because just the way media works we won't hear about this for like you know we'll we'll talk about this for the next couple days Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but of course uh it'll just sort of like just vanish in the wind kanye is gonna say something crazy um kardashians are gonna do something something's gonna happen to sort of 
Trump's gonna say something wild and in, in on Twitter, but he says that daily, so it's like that's nothing new. Right, right. So many distractions to sort of pull us away from what's happening. Um, I mean, is there anything we could do about it? No. Yeah. So like this is me formally saying, y'all, I understand. Listen, black people, I understand that we are hurt right now, we are angry. Uh, let's use this energy, let's like put this towards something constructive, you know, peaceful protest. Even right now, those peaceful protests. I've seen videos of, of people still being arrested. Y'all, let's, 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 let's change it. Let's like let's do something that's gonna work. Um, we gotta, you know, keep keep her name trending. Mm-hmm. We have to uh, vote, register to vote, get these local uh, politicians, the sheriffs, get the right people in. I don't know if you've heard about the story, but I think it was in Tennessee, maybe one of the Carolinas, but there was a transgender Satanist, um, like a bunch of like random, like she had everything and she got voted in to being sheriff. Oh yeah. I did hear about this. Yes. <laughs> like the, and, the, the transgender, like anarchist. Anarchist. Yeah. Yes. You know what she did? She, she, uh, you know, put her name as Republican. Oh, so wow. a lot of people, just check just checking boxes mm-hmm. having no idea like who they're voting in they're just you know voting red yeah and mm-hmm. sort of like just loophole yeah. bam so i don't know that's that's my little soapbox of course um rod yeah. james yeah y'all you got anything how y'all how y'all feeling i don't have anything left that positive to say chris <laughs> So if you want to keep this positive, and I'm gonna stay with what you had, with what you had, but like we've been doing the things that you you mentioned, and we're we're still here. Yeah. So I I don't know what else to really say for people to do. That uh, that could be constructive, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I I I mean, Chris, you've pretty much said it perfectly. I don't think anybody could could say it any better. Um, I echo everything you said it's an injustice um it's going to continue to be that way for a long time i'm not sure the only we can only do what we could do um and i don't mean that to sound defeatist i don't mean that to say like hey you know we're not gonna win that's that's not what i mean i I just mean that as in we're not we don't we should expect more but we have been done so terribly for so long that like this is kind of the norm and we just have to continue to fight and not get too beaten down and too worn down. Um, I think AOC was out there saying something similar. It's like, you know, um, she was saying this in relation to not this, but like the, uh, what Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, passing away and that seat opening up and all of the kerfuffle (laughs) that happened immediately after that. Um, and, hypocrisy yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and she was just saying like you know now is not the time for hopelessness and 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 you know um and and cynical nature and and there's some truth to that you know and i i do hope that we can continue to to fight back but you know at the same time i'm not like i'm not begrudging another black person for saying like i'm i'm tired like i'm tired of this of all of it um it, it hurts you know it, it's it hurts yeah, so um y'all, let's 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 pick each other up. Mm-hmm. Let's um do what we can to stay positive. Like I I I wrote a I had a little status on um 
Facebook about like, you know, yeah, I'm tired. I'm, I feel empty inside. But at the same time, I got to do what I can use my gifts of like spreading positivity and like lifting people up. And like, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and keep, keep people uplifted, keep people educated. Uh, Cause that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's my go-to. I feel like I, I can write that. I have a decent, I'm pretty decent at doing stuff like that. So yeah. uh, using my skills for good, that's what, um, that's what we got to do. We got to, we got to come together, uh, stay positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and also shout out, shout out to all the allies. Like, it's not just like us yeah. out there, uh, you know, marching in the streets, you know, we, I'm seeing, seeing uh, white people, Hispanics, um, Asians, like everybody's out here. Like people that, understand what's going on they're out here so yeah. uh shout out to y'all like bro i appreciate all of the allies that i have could not do this without y'all for real like Definitely. seriously yeah so let's jump in to some video games james yo yo what you been playing so um at the recommendation of my boy Roddy over here, I picked up a little game on the Switch called Hades. Uh, this is the fourth game from Supergiant Games. Am yeah, I right, Rod? That's right. Yeah. Um, and they just don't stop. <laughs> this, <laughs> this game has taken over my my gaming for the week, um, put my Switch back on the map. I have barely touched anything else. But um, this game is fantastic. So... Quick overview of what Hades is. It is a roguelike action game. Um, a little bit of a like a RPG kind of persona life simulator. And the fact that you have to deal with different characters that you encounter in your travels throughout Hades. But the main focus on this is the gameplay. And um, this loop has just been bringing me back and has been locked me in. There's actually a line in the game when I mentioned multiple times that like you don't notice the passing of time in Hades. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel playing this game. <laughs> I've looked up multiple times starting at four and realized it's like nine and I have, I've done nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you travel upwards out of Hades, starting in um, Hades itself. You go to Tartarus, uh, Elysium, I believe is the other spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, the whole goal is to make your way to Olympus uh, because you play as the son of Hades who is just now finding out that he has a whole slew of family out there in Olympus. Mm-hmm. And um, he's going on a, a quest, basically, to find his mother and to get out. And um, and then the roguelite elements come into play because Hades lets you know, like, you're going to die. You're going to be brought back here. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to start over. You're not getting out. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the uh, the hook of this game. They write around that mechanic so well that death doesn't feel like a a burden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just feels like a reset, mm-hmm. but not in a negative way. Um, and so you spend your time making your way through these dungeons, collecting different items to upgrade yourself, upgrade your weapons, upgrade your, your boons that you get from the gods you encounter along the way. And you're just trying to make your way to the top. That's pretty much the game in a nutshell, but it's so polished and just so well done (laughs) everything about this game just has like character and personality and i think it just handles the roguelike loop perfectly 
but I don't want to gush too hard about this, Roddy. What what do you have to say about this? Because I know you've been playing a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. This is as you and I for like I don't know maybe the third week in a row we're going to be kind of like tag teaming on this game um, or mm-hmm. just a game together. So that's actually really funny and cool. But um, so you guys know, like you guys know on the show, you guys, you and Chris know that I'm a huge Super Giant fan. Like they're one of my favorite, you know, developers. You guys know that. Um, mm-hmm. Bastion like from day one OG like Bastion came out blew me away it's one of my favorite games of all time Uh, so when I heard that they were coming out with this game um, a couple or a year and a half ago like December 2018 uh, I was like you know oh roguelike like I'm not like roguelikes aren't my favorite genre like I don't dislike them but they're just not my go-tos uh usually there's a few that i that i like you know i like spelunky uh dead cells recently i picked up and that was pretty cool um you know so i definitely can recognize some things and hollow well hollow knight isn't really but takes elements from it i guess a little bit um but yeah so i was i was skeptical i was a little bit it was the first time that they released something where i was not 100 percent sure like if it was going to be my thing and i and i can't lie like I, I felt i felt a mild pang of disappointment but then i was also like it's super giant i'll give him a chance it's probably gonna be all right at best um (laughs) i mean (laughs) this game came out and completely just dissipated all my fears all my worries uh james you pretty much nailed it all so you guys know how i said last week like oh man tony hawk pro skater man game of the year easy easy <laughs> like nothing's Whoops. gonna come close little did i know seven days later a game would come out that would maybe challenge that already um this is one of the best games of the year this might be my favorite super giant game which is what oh yeah. whoa <laughs> yeah whoa yeah. it's a little early it's what a, it's a little early i it hurts me to say it but it might B. Um, this, this wow. So I, I kind of want to piggyback off of what James said because I mean he's right uh, about it, but I want to expand on it. Like one of the things that makes this game brilliant is not only are they writing around the rogue light elements. Um, and quick aside, I actually didn't know this until like two days ago, but there's actually a difference between a rogue like and a rogue light, which I did not even know a rogue light was a thing. Uh, rogue likes are when the game kind of um, starts over completely. Like Spelunky is a rogue like because from beginning to end, you're experiencing like a linear path. But like, but if you die, that's it. Like you, you do start over. There's no real progression. Like you're only carrying your knowledge with you. And a rogue light is something like Dead Cells or or Hades, where it's like there is a certain path of progression that you are that you have access to. Um, and Hades, Hades falls in that rogue light. So um, not something I also knew. And I think it works to the benefit of this game in the sense of not only does the narrative kind of wrap around that, but there is this sort of what I like to call um, game narrative magic, not the most like creative title, but it's where there are systems that are in place behind the scenes that are occurring and you don't really understand. You can't see the strings. You have no idea how it's working the way it is and like what sorcery the developers actually conjured to like make this happen. And let me give you a quick example of this. So when you start a run in, in Hades, you usually run across like, uh, 
you know, any of the, the gods and the gods give you powers and they'll usually have like a line or two of dialogue of, um, you know, hey, nephew or can't wait till you get out of Hades. That shit looks like it sucks or something like that. It'll be something <laughs> like that. Um, obviously, much better written than what I could just improvise. But I don't know. That's pretty on the nose. <laughs> Poseidon especially. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that's who I was channeling. Exactly. There you um, go. But yeah, they'll say something like that. But they may also reference a previous run that you had. And that occurs with like almost all the characters, whether it's the ones who you meet along your journey or if it's the one that you meet in the hub. Like they'll actually say, oh, oh, uh, you know, so-and-so killed you. Wow, that, you know, that really sucks. Maybe you should try blocking next time or something or dodging better or they'll they'll say something specific Damn, they're like yo get they're like yo get good i mean yeah kind of kind of there's a character at the very beginning who literally does kind of give you tips about that and your little training partner uh skelly is a skeleton a training skeleton who you can beat on for like endlessly um but mm -hmm. he is really happy about it he's really pleased about that um but yeah, it's just, it's really cool how everybody, like there will be characters who interact with you, the player character, um, who interact with each other, and then other characters who will react to other characters reacting to you. So it's like three degrees of separation that some of these characters have in conversations. And I'm like, I have no idea what I did to trigger that or how the narrative is actually progressing, but it feels totally organic to like my experience like me I, i'm not i have no idea at this point if james and i have seen the same exact cutscenes because of some of the way that some of the specific ways that i've decided to kind of play the game like in their referencing certain bits um but, but i don't know what those triggers are and that makes it's it like it's like what i've, just, I've noticed that it's it's yeah. really minute stuff like mm. um it depends on some of the times what weapons you're using or like which gods you've encountered before you reach another god. Right. Or um, if you've even like chosen a different boon yeah. in the past. As a, like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's only happened once to me, but with the boons and, and again, the boons are like different powers that you can give. So um, all of your weapons have an attack and a special. Um, and so each boon may give you like maybe it'll boost your attack by 20 percent, and maybe you might have a boon that does i don't know 30 percent on your special and perhaps cast a weak spell on enemies that it hits or something like that but right. so with different boons you're encountering different gods and occasionally you'll have a a, a god or a goddess who like you can choose together and they actually fuse to make one particular uh, like an aid or a specific boon for themselves, which is really cool. Have you run across that yet, James? Yeah, the duos. I have a yeah. couple. I've had a couple of those. Yeah, I've only had one so far. It was um, Aphrodite and Poseidon. Uh, but Ooh, that sounds like it could be fun. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, they had a really nice status effect on there uh, that that I think charmed enemies. And also I became invulnerable or something like that for like a certain amount of time. Um, but it's super, super cool. And you'll even run across certain rooms where like you have to choose one god and the other god might get mad that you chose the other one. So they'll start attacking you when like when you're or they'll something one of their movesets will be viable in the field like against you as you're fighting regular enemies in the room. Enemy, right. Yeah. Um, and it's just so amazing that Supergiant has managed to kind of place their identity within this game it's got a little bit of everything you know um super giant has not yet made a game that at least to me feels like anything else like the first three games they made felt holy like they felt 
like super giant, but but like unique takes on on you know an idea and it's like it they were unlike anything else like bastion doesn't feel like transistor doesn't feel like pyre uh hades i think feels at least on the surface like a bastion like if i had to compare it to something i would say it's sim- it's the most similar to bastion but it really takes like transistors careful measure combat and also the in-depth laser focused story in in character work from pyre um into it so i it really does take the best of all of these games and combine them into something that is one of the most special experiences that i've i feel like i've had so far this year i don't even know how to follow that man (laughs) yeah (laughs) that sounds i mean him you're making the game sound really good um it is. And, <laughs> like, I kind of wish I didn't tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah. What, part of the magic what, was like not even having the hype for this. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even oh. want to go too in depth on what makes it special. Like, we can kind of talk over kind of surface level on what makes it special, but I don't want to get into super details about it because, like, it's so much of the fun. They do. I say this, I feel like I say this about too many games, but it really is like Dark Souls in a way where like they don't tell you, they don't really tell you about what's going on in the moment. Like there's no backstory, there's no prologue. You just, you you literally jump in on a on a run. And, but you don't really realize maybe at the, in the moment that you're on a run. Like if you, if you bought the game and you didn't realize it was a roguelike at all, then you know, you might be fooled into thinking it until you died. Um, then you'd be like, oh, okay, this is the kind of game it is. But, um, James also said something that was, you know, extremely well put, which is the game does not make death feel like a burden. I know a lot of people don't like roguelites because of that. Um, this, because it's a, it's a roguelite, you do have like stats that you can work towards. So every run feels meaningful, no matter what weapon you're using or the items that you're doing. Like it's, I don't, I think there's only been one run that I've had so far, like a single one out of like, maybe, I don't know. I've had somewhere between 10 to 15 at this point um, that have felt like, bad like i just got a bad roll on that one but even then it was like i still made it to like almost the third area on that run and i had and you know i didn't have anything that was super great but you know it it really is something that makes you feel like you're not only getting bolstered by your stats but you are truly getting tested as a player and and getting better as a result of that Mm. what what uh what system are you guys playing this on switch for me yeah switch switch right here so how's it uh how's it running like is it is it running uh was it like 60 frames 30 frames what we're looking like pretty sure it's 30 it's it is i think it's 60 but it does drop it drops is it really yeah it drops when it gets really hectic i've had um so you know those big yellow guys with the clubs um i've had Mm -hmm. i've had maybe like seven six or seven of those guys spawn in one room and it's and also i was in the second area which is asphodel which is a lava area um and when the lava is kind of being spewed from the environment and they're all kind of attacking me it's chugged Mm. a little bit but not anything terrible like apparently it was really bad when it first released like the first like 24 hours but supergiant was good about getting a patch out there uh and and like just nixing a lot of that stuff so i haven't run into anything terrible but you will get a few a a few bits of slowdown i want to say i don't know if you know james you may um if it's 720 or 900p docked i'm not positive 
I can check. Let me see here. Okay. Yeah, it, it feels like it, the resolution is definitely not 1080p, so that's not a thing that happens. And I kind of kind of wish I was playing it on a PC for that. But um, and I and honestly, the game is so good, I might just double dip and get. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the art yeah, is my move. So I was thinking, like I, 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 inside joke. I love using my paperweight over Switch um, <laughs> for indies. Yeah, but. You know, I think uh, James, like you've uh, you've dabbled with Steam's, um, or we've both dabbled with Steam's uh, remote play, remote remote play, and it's like actually, like it, I don't know what kind of like wizardry or magic that uh, Valve had to do, but like I've been able to play it on my TV, mm-hmm. been able to play it on my phone. I think was it on my phone? It does work on. I the think phone. I tried it. I think I tried it on my phone. And it was pretty good, but like, I think I might just do that. I think I might just go Steam and then just uh, remote play. Well, if you decide to do both, there is cross save, so mm-hmm. you can take it whichever mm-hmm. platform you like. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah. I will say, is did the is this the seven twenty docked? By the way, seven twenty docked. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it still looks it even though it's seven twenty. Normally, I would be like, you know, I'm fucking disgusted but like this but it actually the gen z i want to say her name is so the thing i love about super giant as well is that like it's a pretty small studio and all the same people have been working on the same games so you know you've got darren korb and ashley barrett on the music you've got gen z on the um the art direction and you know her art is just gorgeous every single character is just met with this fine hand like of just deft and like <sighs> detail on every single person in the interpretation on the in the gods and goddesses is just absolutely astounding and brilliant um, might be some of my favorite art in the, any of their games right now um and that's another brilliant thing that they've done like you understand gods it's like greek gods right like you mm-hmm. kind of know who poseidon is and who athena is and zeus and like you have a reference point for a lot of these characters so they don't even need to go into like what their whole deal is even though you can go into like your little codex and and read about them you're still they can drop a lot of things in just in the game naturally organically and have it be you know it have it work and that's really awesome too mm-hmm. that's one of the advantages of using this pantheon specifically like, I feel like Greek gods are, like, the superheroes of, <laughs> mythology? of like, our, yeah, of our mythology. Yeah. It's like, this is like the Marvel cast. You know these characters. Yeah. Where you, you pass them so many different times. Yeah. And it's hard to not know. And that's, that's the cool thing. You could pick up on those, those hidden bits of mythology if you, if you studied it before. Yeah. They'll have little references to things, like, if you meet Achilles. And then he'll reference something, or Zeus will reference uh, the Shield of Ages. Yeah. Like, oh, I know what that's about. Yeah, yeah. It's just like cool stuff like that. And it's it's amazing that. So that's a great point. Achilles is a, is a cool example too because he has an item that he gives you at some point. If you know that has, I think it's the the stats on it is like take ten percent. Yeah, ten percent extra from the front, but twenty percent in the back, and it's like, ah, okay, I get mm-hmm. it. You know, it's it's just brilliant because it's like you know they're playing on the whole Achilles Achilles thing. You know, his Achilles yeah, heel. Exactly. It's so good. Um, I I can't even really think of anything I 
I'm trying to think of things I don't like right now, and I'm not coming up with much. <laughs> like, yeah, my my only issue with the game so far has been on the performance side of things, and that's just because I had like one hard crash. I don't even know what. Oh, really? What caused it? The game just like shut down on me, but it saved all my stuff from my run, so I didn't lose any progress. Right. Which was great. Um, because that was the main thing. I was on a really good run, and I was like, no, yeah. everything's gone. But they do checkpoints. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure that's just like a patch fix, but. Besides that, this game is pretty on point. It's what about uh? We, do we have any voice acting or anything like that? Oh, the whole thing. Do we? <laughs> oh my thing. god! Do we have voice acting? Okay. Oh let's man. Just, hold on. Let's just go in on that real quick. My boy Logan Cunningham, which is who is the voice in um the you will probably know him as the 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 stranger in Bastion. So the main narrator, essentially. And he used the sword in Transistor. So he narrated that as well. Um, I want to say he was the narrator in Pyre. Not 100% positive, but I think he was the narrator there. Um, And he plays six. Six roles in this game. He plays six different people? He plays six, and I bet you could not tell me which ones he did, besides the narrator. Because that's like the most obvious one. Yeah, I reckon... Yeah, you I thought it was him. Yeah, that's that's him. That's the one. I thought that was it. I thought he was not in the game anymore until I found out that he was in six. He plays. Um, I, would, I would guess he might be Hades. Yes, he does. That's a good guess. That is that. Yeah, okay, he does do Hades and he does uh, Poseidon. Um, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Um, and he does three others that I can't remember right now. But it it's that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So talking about range right here. Yeah, and most of the uh, people in the game, the composer of the game actually plays Zagreus, who is the main character, the character, the player character. Wait, that's Darren Corb? It's Darren Corb, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he plays Skelly, too. <laughs> yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. He puts man, on, like, my man has range. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody in the game, um, more I would say 90% of the voice actors have uh, dual roles. So they're playing two people uh, each. Uh, and yeah, this game is just quality. It's just f- fucking quality all around. Like Chris, I really need you to play with no, me. I might actually. You know you, I will Venmo you. I will fucking Venmo I was, you. I was gonna say I I I pulled up Steam and I had it in my uh uh my cart, but I was like, mm, let me pull it out. And maybe like wait for a sale or something. But no. like, no, no. Oh, this is sounding really good. No, no, Making no. this sound really good. It's it's fantastic. I I have zero doubt in my mind that you would enjoy this game. They deserve every penny. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, they just crossed a million. That's including the early access. But a few days ago, they announced that they crossed a million, which is absolutely well-deserved. Um, it's I'm really mad I missed early access, man. I could have been had this. You know what? See, but I, you, like, I don't know. I feel like because this is their first game that they did early access. Uh, mm-hmm. I got, I think now's the time to play it. Like, because you're getting like, the bulk of the game right you're getting the whole game instead of getting like bits and pieces good yeah. point I'm, I'm actually really glad i waited and that says a lot about me because i was really hemming and hawing for a while about it so you know super giant i was like okay well i need i don't care about early access and i'm normally i mean chris knows like i don't mess with early access much at all um i bought Fortnite, regretted it ever since um so <laughs> wait what <laughs> Fortnite's, oh you like original Fortnite? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah, Chris. Chris had me buy Fortnite, 
and uh, I would never, <laughs> never forgave him for it. I'll never, it will be 80 years old. I'll be like, remember that time you made me buy Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, damn it. Um, it's not as bad as somebody making you buy Anthem. Oh, that was I know it wasn't you. Shout out to Colonel <laughs> Kajo. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, relax. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, some, at some level, I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, I could have I could have played this a year ago. But at the same time, I'm really glad I waited because apparently they added, like, new music, new interactions, new dialogue, new areas, new bosses, and even a few new weapons. So, like, I, I love this. Oh, by the way, James, without maybe Ooh. saying which one specifically, have you unlocked all the weapons yet? Yes. Mm, okay there is a weapon particularly that i love i was not expecting it <laughs> and when i got it when i unlocked it i was like oh baby oh we're in business um mm. it was definitely without spoiling too much you know it was um you get up close and personal ah yes yeah yes. i know exactly what you mean <laughs> yes yes it is very satisfying immensely satisfying um and there are some great boons that uh work very well with that weapon um yeah and the game just does a super good job of like doling out you know power-ups and and like you know you don't feel like you're not progressing you have so many different skill trees your weapons have skill trees you have a skill tree and points that you can do um like every so every time you go out on a run you feel a little bit stronger and that's the point like that's that's the the thing chris i've been trying to tell you with dark souls it's what that's what dark souls gives to you man no this does this so much better than dark souls (laughs) ever has Uh, i don't know if i can get on that train thank you thank you james because (laughs) (laughs) rod almost lost me just then no 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 yes 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 i I i'm sorry (laughs) dog no i i've done both I don't know if I can go with you on that journey, but I will say that that this this gives you a very rewarding sense of of progression that that I appreciate, um, and that I don't mm-hmm. I don't think people should miss out on, especially if they're worried about like oh I don't want to restart content. Like I get that fear, but don't worry about that with this game at all. You if you don't have the skills to keep going on, like you will have the story. They will feed they'll feed you bits of story and people to interact with you in between runs that will keep you going. And, and I don't know how they've managed to do that um, at all. Like it is this game astounds me like on a technical level. Uh yeah. Like when they say never the same run twice, they mean it. Like yeah. going back to that whole referencing of how you died. If you die to a certain boss, they will remember that. And if they remember you giving them like a run for their money, they will change their tactics in order to compensate for what you did to them in the past. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that whole sense of like, you never really know what you're going to get until you really get good. And then you kind of like, oh, I know what I should be bringing here. Yeah. Or I know what I should be trying to stack up for along the way. Exactly. Yeah. I'm at a point and, now where they started literally changing who appears at a specific boss point where I was used to seeing that person for like 10 runs. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Like, I, and I have no idea. I have no idea why yet. I'm not at that point in the story, but like, I can't wait to find out. Yeah. And even along the way to, it incentivizes you to try different things. Yeah. Cause it gives you uh almost like an achievement list of sorts. Yes. And it'll, uh, if you pick up this boon and then this boon and this boon, you can get certain rewards like more darkness to upgrade yourself or gems to upgrade Hades or what is it like diamonds or Titan's blood for your weapons. Yeah. So 
different kinds of materials will incentivize different kinds of play. Exactly. Yeah, the diamonds are interesting because yeah, you do have um you do have spaces, they're called renovations. So like in the underworld, it's in baked into the narrative that these chambers are changing. So like it's, you know, every time you die, it's part of the story. It's it, again, it's organic. And so you can actually add rooms, quote unquote, renovations to the chambers to do things like add, um, you know, the ability to have more money in random urns or that you can destroy or you can have like healing spots, you know, things like that. So it to heal in between your runs, which is nice. This game is fantastic. All right, Steam. Let's see Steam. Where you at? Yeah, Let's go yeah. ahead and do it now. Go ahead and do oh, it. Oh man! Yeah, I, Here I, we go. I expect a text at two in the morning, going like, "God damn it, guys!" <laughs> I couldn't stop. I actually might go do it myself right now, just to see. Yeah, I am curious what this game looks like when it's running on all cil- like all cylinders. Yeah, at 1080p. Yeah. This- yeah. Yes. I would love to see 4K art of this. Uh, I would, I would. I'm sure it exists. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you have the hardware for it, I'm sure it looks spectacular. But yeah, this is, this is a phenomenal game, and I the more I'm talking about it right now, the more I kind of wish I was just playing it. So that's a great sign. Ooh, that's the best sign. I love I love that about a video game. Yeah. Like if I'm like at work and I'm like, yo, why the fuck am I here? Like, that was me all the time. I, I just want to go home and play this game or I just want to go and break and play this game. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. I was playing it in between, right in between bouts of, uh, of work today, you know, and that's like, that's, that's how you know it's bad. So yeah, yeah it's, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm good sure. Old, good old video game addiction. Oh, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I haven't, you know, just, I said that a few weeks ago, man, I was like, I don't know. I'm looking at the end of this year going like, what is, game of the year like i don't feel that passionate about a lot of games right now and here we are running up against a few games right now that are really competing was, for my attention i was i was looking at that too and i it's unfair because i want cyberpunk to be like my game that game mm-hmm. um, between cyberpunk and watchdogs like those are like the two like triple games that i'm really looking forward to but at the same time um like, I don't have any off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there's some, like there's gonna be some indie games that I'm really looking forward to. And then at the same time, I'm still doing searches on like some indie games that I've missed out on. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and then there's also VR. Um, I, I think there's gonna be a couple of VR. Mm. Yeah. There's gonna be some I, VR I, games. I, it, it, yeah. There's gonna be some VR games on there. Yeah. Um, I just have to just double check to make sure it came out this year. That's the thing. Right. I was gonna yeah. say Goose Game, but that was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was last year. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i think that's but, it for hades unless uh james you have anything you want to add to that uh go play hades I'm, i want to go play right now <laughs> <laughs> but uh i think with that chris yeah what you been playing all right so i'm gonna switch up the order real quick because it just makes sense for me to do it this way um okay. so y'all to the people in the chat to, to, to anyone that's listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Spotify, yo, what? I feel like this is a, this has to be my quote or whatever. But what is the best value in gaming right now? Just, just what off the top of your head? What do you think? Not chat? not purchasing video think? games for seventy dollars. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best that's, value. that's 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 one of those like. That's a good answer. 
we're, we're gonna go with game pass but that's also a really good answer that's one of those answers where the <laughs> teacher's like you know what you're not wrong so i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna mark you wrong on that yeah, partial credit i get partial yeah. credit. All no right. that's a no that's a full that's a full credit again that's a that's that's once again going to like just the way the industry is sort of like shifting to services shifting, all right game services that's where it's at you want to know why i'm bringing this up because it's not about game pass this time what it's not about Stadia because that's dead. <laughs> but there's still another service out there that people were just sleeping on. What service is that? Apple Arcade, y'all. Apple Arcade still going on. Huh. I'm still being still being charged for it because I forgot to turn it off. But nice. at the same time, I, there's a couple of great games that I was able to play. Uh, indie games at that. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Um, Matt was a manifest garden. Um, manifold, I think. What else? Manifold, manifold garden. Uh, let me see. Neo Cab, like a bunch of like Ooh, yeah. indie games that I was like, oh yeah, like I want to pick this up on Steam when it's on sale, yeah. or I might just pick it up day one. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, uh, day one as it's released on like PlayStation, as it's released on PC, it's also released on Apple Arcade day one. Um, yeah, I know people are like Apple Arcade is kind of okay. Yeah, you're gonna run into like a couple of shovelware games, like that's gonna happen. But there's still like the amount of money that I've saved by just like playing these games, like like what I'm gonna talk about today, um, Neo Cab or uh, Manifold Garden. Like a lot of these games are like twenty bucks. A lot of these games are like thirty bucks, forty bucks. But to just be able to just download it because of the service mm-hmm. or five dollars a month. Like I think the, the the amount of games that I've played on Ar- Apple Arcade, comparing like the, the like the prices to the amount of like months I've paid for the the service, like I'm still saving money. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do the math on it at some point, and I'll, I'll make like an infographic. Of course, yeah. but I really feel like I've gotten my like the worth of Apple Arcade just by just like them dropping these games on it. These these uh, them partnering up with indie developers so uh so the question is well you know is you're on your ipad you're on your iphone apple has uh they went out and like they have like that that up like the latest i think it was not the latest was like ios 13 added the feature where you could sync your xbox controller sync your playstation controller Mm -hmm. to your devices and bam like that's how i'm playing majority of these games like these Indie games I would have been playing on like the PC or Switch or whatever. I'm not like playing on the on the screen. It's like if I'm that bored and I don't have like the controller on me, sure. Like it's I'll try it and it's stupid. I'll get upset and just go on social media or something. But like when I have my controller, when it's like a conscious effort of like playing it with a controller, like it's worth it. It's it's uh depending on like your it also falls down to like depending on what your uh the hardware that you have so of course if you're if you're on iphone 6 iphone 7 um you're not gonna have the 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 best uh experience Experience. yeah yeah but y'all you can't beat it uh especially like if you're like invested into the apple ecosystem if you have your iphone if you have your ipad you have your Apple TV. 
if you have your MacBook, like all of this is like is cross save as well. So yeah. playing the game on your iPad, all right, bam, I'm home. I can play it on my Apple TV, mm-hmm. and you get to go. So uh, I just wanted to put that out there. Apple Arcade is still a choice if you have you know iOS devices, if you have an up to date iOS device, mm-hmm. and uh, you have you know like a Bluetooth controller. So uh, yes, uh, subject C in the chat asks, you mean Bluetooth support? So yeah, so like the Bluetooth support is there. So it doesn't have to just be. I, tr- I think I tried it with my uh, Pro controller for the Switch and never got to work. So I don't. I don't think that works. But yes, there's Bluetooth support for these devices, and that's the way to go. Don't do touchscreen. That's stupid. It so is. the game that I want to talk about that I've I've dabbled in for a little bit is Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. Wait, that's what you've been playing on iOS? Yes. I didn't even know that was on huh. iOS. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yes. So Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. Uh, you can pick it up on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, uh, Windows, and uh, iOS devices because of yeah. Apple Arcade. Yeah. And yeah, like this, once again, this is the full-fledged game. This isn't like a gimped down version. No, like I'm playing the actual game on my iPad. That's pretty impressive. And it's pretty cool. I was expecting this to be, you know, some sort of like cash grab, some sort of like, um, I like to me playing this, I was thinking at most I'm going to get uh, a game like equivalent to like the cartoon network.com days. Mm-hmm. Like, remember those games? Yeah. That, uh, on their website. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, I, like, Titans, bro. The, the creator, yeah, Gindy or Dindy Tartakovsky, I think. Like he was involved with this, and I, he was like going around saying like, "Hey, this this is like canon. This is canon to the universe." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw a quote like he was saying that he wasn't gonna like give this game his blessing if it was gonna be a cash grab. Yeah, he said that like he he saw that this is like, like, like they're actually working on this game to like be a functional game. So like he gave it his blessing. He worked on the game, and that's what you love to see. Yeah, you love to see creators being involved in the process for uh other properties like other games seeing them work on like just different things yeah uh because a lot of things get lost in translation mm-hmm. so like other people's vision can sort of throw off what you know we're supposed to get with you know the, like the main vision the vein like the, the core of the franchise so this this game it's you know it's samurai jack like um i'm still really early into the game and uh rod you said it this is canon uh so i didn't watch the last season of samurai jack i know go ahead and boo me now send send the send send the hate dms like oh so all right so um i i heard i heard really good like i heard good things about the last season people people liked it um so i think this takes place either at the end of the, you know, the latest season or the last season, or maybe like right before, maybe like some sort of like weird, like in between dimension, because like, that's, that's, that's what's going on in the game In the game. You're essentially not in the past, but not in the future. You're like in some sort of weird in between and you're running across characters that you've seen throughout uh, the Samurai Jack story. So, um, you know, com- combat is like, it's very simple. You have your light attack, heavy attack, roll, guard. Um, you can collect uh, throwable weapons. So like kunais, uh, um, 
you could throw i think at one point i picked up like a spear and i was able to throw a spear at people and it's uh it's it's straightforward it's a action uh beat em up you know like a, a equivalent to like like i said like those the days of like cartoonnetwork.com right like right. it uh it sort of like has like this feeling of like nostalgia to it. So it just gives me like PS2 vibes in, in like the nicest yeah. way, in the in the best way because uh you know you have like your your PS2 games of like these licensed games that were actually pretty good, and this is one of them. This is one of these. This is one of the few licensed games that like is actually worth picking the up. Scotsman. Yeah. So. uh you know, like I said, really early, really early into the game, so uh, I can't really say too much for story. But like the the voice acting is there, fully voice acted. Um, Original voice actors. People, I, I it feels like it. Okay. I, I haven't I, I haven't looked it up yet, but if it, it feels like you know they either got original voice actors or people that are just really you know really good. Okay. I'm pretty sure that still is Phil Lamar as Jack. I hope so. I don't see him not but, doing this. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, um, I'm not even sure like what the regular pri- so the regular price of the game like you can pick it up on Steam right now for thirty nine ninety nine. So so like if you're going to pick it up on console and you're in the mood for a uh, a beat 'em up, like I guess I'll 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 play a little bit more. I'll give more of like a a, a you know thumbs up thumbs down next week. But like so far from what I've played. I'm liking what I played. Nice. Good. It, it's yeah. hard to say that about licensed property a lot of times. Exactly. Like, it's really hard to say that, but I, I feel like enough love went into this game and it's, it's sort of gotten me back in the mood for Samurai Jack. So I sort of want to figure out where I could watch that last season. I'm not even sure if it's like, I'm pretty sure maybe like Hulu or something. I think it might be Adult sure. Swim, right? Was that what was airing on initially? Yeah. If so, it should be on their I'll, app then. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll probably do that. I'll be, be something I'll, I'll be doing during like editing or like doing some art or something like that. Um, but yeah. So Samurai Jack, once again, uh, fun stuff. If you have iOS, if you have an iPhone, a recent iPhone, if you have a recent iPad, uh, MacBook, any of that stuff, $5 a month. Like you can, you can literally do the like the five dollar, like the the one month free trial, and like play this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be done save you forty dollars. Yeah. Like you can't beat that whatsoever. So huge value, uh, huge value. Um, next up, I want to talk about a game that I've talked about a while ago, but sort of you know with my busy schedule, I uh, haven't had a time to you know really go back and play. Uh, too much of it i made some time this past week i made some time to actually finish a video game finish two video games at that oh so, wow uh, all right making yeah. moves out here in crazy um i went back and started playing trover saves the universe so uh i think this is a stand- no justin roland um it's it's written by him so you're gonna hear like it, it, because I think Justin Rowland, he who's he play? He plays is he Morty? Is it a voice actor for Morty? I think he's both of them. He's both of them. Yeah. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna hear him, and then like it's the same type of humor. It's the 
if you're into that type of like mm-hmm. what, what kind of what do you what do you call that type of humor? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, that high IQ humor. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't understand. You you uh yeah, yeah you, you kind of described it like that last time I think you talked about it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, Rick and it, Morty, it, guys. Like it's, if, Rick and, it's Rick and Morty. It's it's you remember you know those episodes, you know that episode of Rick and Morty that they they're watching like the intergalactic uh cable yes it's, it's essentially you just think that think you're it's a it's like an episode of that so you're playing as a character um their race of people they're called the chair chair orpians and they're pretty much people that sit in like these hover chairs like always they're always like in these hover chairs so uh you're playing as the chair orpian and trover he he's essentially like an eye monster. So you can sort of see him like right now on the screen pulling out like this little like m- like baby monster uh, out of his eye. And like you put that in the controller that you use to play the game. And that's how you control Trover. So you're, you're, you're playing as one character controlling another character. And it's a uh, like a 3D platformer slash puzzle game. So, I'm trying to say, like, I guess it's sort of like what Moss is. Like, if you've, uh, yeah, you've okay, like yes. seen gameplay on Moss. Yeah. So, like, you're if you're playing this in VR, because it turns out you can play this on the Switch as well. Like, it's on uh, PC, PS4, uh, Switch, Xbox One, and of course, I'm playing it on the Oculus Quest. Um, yeah, playing this in VR, you're essentially like you're in like that viewpoint of the character mm-hmm. and you're, you know, controlling Trover around the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have characters <laughs> that are like cursing you out, characters that are talking shit the whole time. Uh, like literally like the worst thing happens, like whenever there's like a situation, like whatever, like shouldn't happen, happens. And I sort of just want to leave it at that. It's like uh, it's. Like he said, like I said before, it's Rick and Morty the game. Um, it's like a spinoff of Rick and Morty, and it's it's, like, it's funny. Like you're into that humor, it's a funny game. Uh, if you're not into like a Rick and Morty type of humor, then probably pass I think this that's one. what can't, I'd pass this one. This this game, like it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's bare bones, but it's the humor that like it, that gets you going. Uh, just the way like you interact with like different NPCs, uh, the NPC like uh, right now on the screen, like he's he's essentially just talking shit to you, and you have like the choice of like just letting him be or attacking him, and like stuff like that. So does like the, the the choices that you make sort of carry over through the story, and they reference like, oh yeah, remember that time we beat up that Cherubian, and <laughs> like it's uh. <laughs> And by beat up, I think we, I think you actually, I think you kill him. I'm not sure. It's, 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 it's dark too. Like it's, it's pretty dark. So I think this took me about five ish, five to maybe eight hours to finish. Uh, it's not hard at all. Like it's very, it's a very basic, uh, platformer, very basic puzzle game. Um, I never really like got stumped at any of the puzzles is like i said it's more or less you're here for the story like you're not really here for the gameplay is like it's not revolutionary 
or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a it's a, a fun way to pass like five to eight hours. Like it's I I enjoyed my time in this world. Uh, they released a free DLC where like you're at like um the place where Trover works, and you're once again just solving puzzles and platforming, doing different things, but. Free DLC. Uh, it took me about an hour to beat the DLC. Uh, and I don't know. I think this game it it really it lives and dies by like your your taste in in comedy. Yeah. It seems like that. But I mean it seems like it's appealing enough to for me to like it. I mean, because this is the second week that you've like kind of talked very highly about it. So, you know, if you're looking for a good yeah. romp, it sounds like this is that kind of game. Mm-hmm. yeah and like that's that's sort of where i want to leave it at that like uh it, it's fun but i don't know like this two there's this there's, there's two crowds there's people that like really love like they fuck with uh rick and morty and there's people that just don't get the humor like they just don't think it's funny so and i understand that i think that the rick and morty community isn't the best so i think that's another reason why a lot of people don't like it right. so i don't blame them <laughs> yeah that's kind of me like as an outsider like i love i love dan Harmon. like as a creator his uh like community is amazing it's one of my favorite comedies but i have not given uh rick and morty like a fair shot yet i've seen one episode it's like the mr meeseeks episode i think that was kind of funny okay one of the best episodes. Um, okay yeah that, that was kind of funny but i haven't watched anything else other than that but i always hear like i always hear and see all the like kind of crazy fans and i'm like ooh, i don't know but the show itself itself seems like fine you know it it seems cool (laughs) i'll watch it one day give it a shot you got time yeah yeah i'll definitely watch it it's on hbo max it's funny it's like on the quest like you have the ability to uh stream what you're playing in quest on facebook so like for a split second i was like hmm, maybe i should stream this but then i was like "Mm, i just sort of want to sit back and just enjoy the game i don't feel like entertaining people right Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah, so uh, maybe I don't know. It, depending on like the space I have left on my quest, like I'm and like if I'm buying anything else on my quest until the quest two comes out, um, I may stream it just so people can sort of see what it's like. But sort of it, it is what it is with that. So the last game I'm going to talk about this week. Once again, your boy had some time to uh, to play some video games, and by time I mean like I strategically, especially for this game. I strategically like took chunks into like playing this game. And like, I was like, all right, I'll play this for like 30 minutes or I'll play this for an hour uh, before I go to sleep or something like that. So I, th- I think I I'm, I'm getting to a point where like my process, like I could sort of throw in like these little like slivers of time where I could like play a video game. So I'm, I'm excited that I'm doing better with my time management. So, um, not excited that I sort of wasted my time with this fucking game. Yes! <laughs> I know where we're, we're gonna... going. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy finished Marvel Avengers. And when I say I am highly disappointed, I am so disappointed. Oh, man. This game had so much potential. Mm-hmm. So much. And... <sighs> You feel that way? Wait, do you feel that way after you finish the campaign or like during? Like when like how do how are you feeling? Oh, oh after. Um okay. I feel like the the end of the story is sort of like thrown together and like when I was approaching like the last mission, okay. 
I wasn't thinking that it was going to be the last mission. Like I, like I was playing and I was like, Oh, wow. all right, make sure you're ready. I was like, all right, make sure you're ready because this is the last mission of the game. Mm-hmm. I said, bullshit. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it makes sir. no sense. No, that we got to get you into that multiplayer. Come on now. It's disappointing. I know exactly let's what talk, you mean. Let's all right. Let's talk about, and then we sort of talked about this before, but to, to sort of like, catch you up on my, my my grievances of the game uh for, for one kamala khan that was a great choice of like putting her in the game yes highlighting her i feel like that she she's like the she's she's a, the the best thing i got out of this game yes like seeing a a, a comic book character that i know of mm-hmm. but like haven't really been exposed to her. uh like i i've heard of her in the comics never really read her comics mm-hmm. um I know that you know. I think you said last week that uh, Marvel of like the um, what the Avengers game, no, the Marvel game, Ultimate Alliance on the Switch. Yeah. I think she's a character on that, but uh, you really haven't. You don't really see too much of her. So, of course, you know they're gonna. I think they're doing a Disney Plus yes, show. They are about her. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gonna be uh, because of this game, and if they treat the character the same way, like that's gonna be like a day one. I'm, I'm binging that. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's refreshing seeing like new Avengers, seeing new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's that's pretty much where it, fa- it falls down to. Like the story was serviceable. Like mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy seeing you don't you, once again you don't really see Modok in anything. Like I don't remember the last time I saw him in a game, except for was Marvel was he three in? probably Marvel, Marvel three Marvel three, yeah. yeah. Um. So it's cool seeing him. Um, it's it's an inspired choice for a game that's essentially like a four quadrant, you know, superhero thing that's supposed to appeal to everybody. Like Modok is not the first person you would think that they would use. So like that's yeah. a, that's an interesting choice, I would say. Like I would expect yeah, so maybe Ultron or something. Something, yeah, yeah familiar. Yeah, yeah, I was I was I was expecting them to like throw like the misdirect and be like, all right, here's here's uh. Ultron or like oh snap here's Galactus or yeah something, like something somebody uh, who's like has high visibility maybe somebody in the movies already you know that mainstream mm-hmm. people would would know yeah yeah so I just like I said last week I feel like I would have really enjoyed this game if it was strictly like just a like a single player game or strictly a not games as a service like the, the, the them tacking on a games as a service onto this game doesn't make any sense to me like i feel like it was sort of tacked on to sort of like i don't know like they like they're not selling dlc they're pretty much selling just cosmetics mm-hmm. but like the, the game isn't fun enough for me to be like oh like i want to spend you know ten dollars on an outfit like I don't, I don't really feel that way in this game. Yeah. So I, it's it's tough. Like it's, I really wanted to like this game going in. I thought that you know the the like I feel like going out of the beta. I was like, you know what, I I enjoyed what I played in the beta, but playing, I guess what ten to fifteen is it's like, like about t- 10, 15 hours. Yeah, it's like ten to twelve yeah. hours ish. Ten to twelve hours. Yeah, like ten to twelve hours of this isn't. Is it really that fun? Like at at one at one point, it's like, all right, I'm in this, you know, this hub world. I'm in like this, you know, uh, cinematic event. Like I'm just gonna just run through. 
I'm not right. I'm not gonna hunt for chests. I'm not gonna oh there's a there's a powerful enemy nearby. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> yeah. Next. I'm just gonna go to I'm just gonna go to objective and just you know do what I need to do. Yeah. Right. I'm totally with you as far as like the post game goes. I think I enjoyed the campaign a little bit more than than you did, but but I will say that the as soon as you hit that last mission, uh, like it's just like every all of the enjoyment that you may have had kind of falls off. And I mean, James and I, we teamed up a, a little bit on that. We have yet to do so. Thanks, Hades. But like, yeah, honestly, it, it's um, it's that is can provide some degree of fun. But I don't think that there's really much fun to be had in like grinding and finding loot and things like that. Yeah. Especially because the loot's broken. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Exactly. Like, People were saying they've like, been finding like level one legendaries or exotics. Um, <laughs> like, what is that? Uh, what? But even then, with yeah. like the exotics, like when I think exotic, I'm thinking, all right, like, am I gonna, it, like, for example, if I'm playing in a store and I'm getting an exotic, am I gonna get um, like Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. Like, I'm, is, is that no? Like, it's just, it's just an extra stat boost. Like, you, you may like cause a, like an electrical surge or like. I think for Iron Man, I picked up a piece of gear that turned. I added like a uh, radiation effect on his blasters. So like for the most part, like I kept that on for like most of the game and just kept like upgrading it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's really where it fell apart. And I know that with games as a service games, like your builds like don't really matter until, like you said, end of the game when you're actually trying to grind for stuff. Make the mm-hmm. gameplay fun if you're going to make me grind for stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make it fun. Make Give us more variation within the missions because too much, uh-huh. too many of them are in similar biomes. They all have the same structure, especially the war. Dro- like, or, uh, what like, is it? Like the war? Like, oh, stand, stand on this point. Mm-hmm. Um, stand, stand or, or bounce between these three points and mm-hmm. you have to defend Upload it from data. Yeah, you have to upload the data. Yeah, like when I have fun with James, like when we're playing together, it's like, okay, he's Hulk, I'm Cap, and like we're kind of having fun laughing at some of the goofy stuff that we can do. But it's like not really, it's not really about the game at all, though. Like it's not, we're not really coordinating much. Like I see him kind of helping me out a little bit, but like it's not, there's no real synergy, it feels like, and that's kind of a shame. And that's what I was expecting. Like I was expecting them to like, all right, I'm playing as Iron Man and like, either the cpu or yeah. another like player is captain america let me do like the 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 beam into the shield and like do those type of moves that's not there yeah but the only the only time you see something like that is when you're taking down those spider robots and there's like that stun state and multiple people can yeah. do the uh the takedown that's like the only time you see that yeah and it's just press triangle and circle yeah you did it yeah yeah it's it's, it's disappointing it's yeah once again my my hot take from last week you know, I would have really appreciated if this game lets you create your own Avenger and like it was that type of story where like you and Kamala Khan are like trying to solve stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe let, let's get some of the younger Avengers since the main Avengers, uh, you know, broke up. Like that would have been. Let's yeah. See, let's see Miles. Let's see Nova. Uh, something like that. Give us something or different. some more Inhumans. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Yeah. It's not like they really did anything with the characters that we have established either. Yeah. Like Captain Black Widow don't do much of anything. Bruce is kind of the the grounding force in all of this, which is wild because he's highly unstable. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and then like Iron Man wants to be Deadpool, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it does kind of dole out the some of the Avengers like really late. I, I don't think this is a spoiler. No one, everyone knows Cap is not actually dead. They don't actually kill that character. Come, come on. Um, right. But he gets introduced so late in that campaign, like after the tutorial stuff that it's like, it feels weird when you take control of him again, because you're just like, wow, like I'm controlling you once. And then, Oh, well, it's the main, mi- it's the final mission now. And no funny. Yeah. So I would play a game where you're just playing as cap, like playing as cap felt totally. fun. It felt at that point in the game, it actually felt different mm-hmm. for some reason. Like, I don't know if it was like the, the, the wall running or like his, just his mobility. Like it, it felt really good. And I was like, yo, why haven't I like, why wasn't he like from here from the jump? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Like th- that's cap is the character that feels the most, like you feel that God of war designer behind that mm-hmm. character the most, I think mm-hmm. um, yeah. he, he's also the character that like, I'm the most attracted to like out of all of them. Like I'm not like, I like all of them a decent bit, but like, and maybe I'm a bit biased because Cap is actually my favorite MCU character. So like that might be a part of it. But I do think that he does control uh, very specific. Like he's very much. Um, you feel he's satisfying. It. To play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's satisfying. Like the audible, like the the nature of the shield yeah. hitting other people. Yeah. And the combos that you can do with him. Yeah. Like it feels nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, you know. Being a fan of the Hulk, like I sort of wanted more of the out of the Hulk, but I don't know, it just wasn't there for me. Yeah, he feels kind like of nerfed in this game. Yeah, in comparison like I, to something like Ultimate Destruction or whatever. I, I was gonna say, like, I would have loved to, like, you know, walk up to like like a car and like rip it in half and turn it into gauntlets or something like that, like, <laughs> uh, uh, or like skate it? on uh, a bus or something. <laughs> Yeah, or like you know, like in some of the like the Hulk movies, like his mobility is like severely nerfed in this one. I was like, yo, like I understand the Hulk is huge, but he's not this slow, right? Yeah, a lot of people say that they, when you get higher into the skill tiers. I mean, James could probably speak to this too, but like you have to like end up juggling meters, and I think most people who want to play Hulk just want to smash shit. Like mm-hmm. they don't they don't really want to worry about like meters. And not it's not to say like if you want to play Hulk, you want to play dumb. That just means that you want to enjoy smashing things. And it's hard you, to do right. that when you're like juggling three meters. <laughs> do I is is my rage high enough? Am yeah. I using my rage now? Right, right. Yeah, like that kind of that stuff. and then like like towards like endgame, like a lot of these characters have like shields and stuff. So like it's not like as easy as just walking up to an enemy, grabbing him and slinging him around. No, yeah. you actually have to like you have to weaken the shield and and then maybe be able to do it after that. So. I think that's one of the weirdest parts about the game as a service like model is that they spend so much time crafting all these people and all these different movesets and abilities, but then you have to throw enemies in it that don't care about any of it. Yeah. yeah. The, the worst thing for me was, uh, and this happens especially towards the end of the game, when they introduce like an, like a, they introduce like a, I guess it's like a powered up version of, of like a regular enemy. Uh, but I guess it's like perf- perfected. I guess I don't know how to like describe it without spoiling it. But like, uh, just being like tossed around and having to like cheese through the fight. I don't know if that happened to you guys, mm-hmm. but like, there, there's some enemies where I'm like, oh damn, this enemy's here. So like, I have to play a certain way so that I don't get my ass kicked. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, even so, the, like the the layout designs of of the enemy spawns. Like when I don't know if you guys have started doing this, but when I first show up, first thing I do is take out every turret. Yeah, because yeah. that ruins everything yes. you do immediately. That ruins everything, right? So, yeah, like being a superhero, but then being like staggered is stupid. Like, where's the sense of power then? Like, there's no sense of being like a superhero when you're being staggered by turrets or like enemies or or double doors know, unlocking. Double doors. <laughs> yeah. You're playing as Cap. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Cap's ultimate weakness. Yeah. A door. Or, or just door. being Iron Man flying around trying to find the one glowy spot to open up this door. It's just, it feels so stupid. I'm just like, come on, man. Come on. One of the geniuses of the world, and we're floating around looking for a yellow spot to shoot. I don't know. I don't know. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in this game. Mm-hmm. I am actually very surprised that your reaction is as visceral as it is, Chris, just because, like, just knowing, like, I mean, you're a fan of, like, the Marvel stuff. You're a fan of the live service yeah. games as far as Destiny goes. Like, for it to fail on this level, it feels like a game that should be tailor-made for you. And for it to not hit, I think, says a lot. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. It, it speaks a lot to the failure of this game. Yeah, the as a service part, like, it's it's ass. Like, yeah. Whoever whoever ideas that is, like, stop, like, like, just relax. We don't need all of our games being a, as a service. Yeah, got to get that money. Oh though. boy, buckle up. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that's that's pretty much all I have. Like this this game is officially being uninstalled. Oh wow. Oh like, yeah. This is a this is a, the uninstall of the week. Oh, like, disassembled. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't want to group up with us. No, um, <laughs> games are, no. Games are, the, the game is uninstalled already. Just, just so you know. Yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm done with this. I wipe my hands with this. All right, maybe I'll be back. Maybe I'll be back maybe with Spider-Man next, drops. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say next next gen, like definitely next by next. Mm, I lied. Maybe by definitely by Spider Man, which I'm hearing Spider Man we get we may get in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. So. But now I'm just kind of worried about how they're going to even handle him. Because the game just doesn't seem to be, like, made for web swinging. Yeah, you you played as Black, so, Black Widow and Kamala. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so I, feel, I feel like the Spider-Man levels, because, like, when you... I think the DLC characters are, are going to be treated, like, you know how there's, like, iconic missions where you're playing as, like, a hero? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be... I feel like the DLC is going to be like that, where you're playing as Spider-Man in like these specific levels where it makes sense to web swing. So of course we're going to be in new, I feel like we're going to be in New York. We're going to be, you know, Manhattan. Um, and like towards the end of the game, like there are some bigger areas that you're in. And I was like, okay, this would make sense for like when I play a Spider-Man, I'm like, all right, I'll be able to like web swing here. And hopefully they throw in like a mechanic where it makes sense. Hopefully we're not getting hit, uh, Spider-Man, like web swinging clouds. Like I will take it. Spider-Man games. I will take it. I, I don't trust the level design enough for actual ledges. I will take clouds. That's just me, though. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see them, you know, who they add, how many characters they add, and whether or not this is, like, successful. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, that's the thing. And they've already suffered, like, all this press about how buggy and shit it is and matchmaking doesn't work. And, yeah, it, they need to drop... They're, they're going to need to drop some new content, I think, fairly consistently for this to to maintain some sort of life. 
remember how last week you guys were talking about like there's supposed to be like a big um like update for the game yeah the one mm-hmm. that fixes like, a thousand bugs a thousand bugs like that's nuts that just shows that the game just wasn't ready to be released yep yeah oh for sure this game was not ready yeah. yet like people were losing their resources and their unlocks for this or cosmetics like it's crazy yep yeah so I think this is this this will definitely be a game, you know, give it six months to see where it's at. Uh definitely pick it up on sale, like Black Friday. Uh if you're if you happen to have gotten a pre-order for the PS5 or Xbox Series X, uh at some point you're gonna run out of games to play. So this may be one of those games that uh you, you might want to pick up if you could catch on sale. Like I wouldn't pay 60 for this. Like, don't do it. That's true. Too late. <laughs> also true. Sad but true. Jeez. Oof. So that's what I have for this week, guys. Um, I'm I'm just happy that I, with my busy schedule, was able to finish two games I'm, in a row. I'm proud. Like I'm sitting here, like really enjoying like your your you know whole what you've been playing thing. Like I'm I've been really enjoying that, man. Let's keep that up if possible. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, and and maybe 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 this next week I'll be able to join you guys with uh, some Hades talk. I would love Let's it. Let's see. Yes, <laughs> you owe it to yourself, please. This week to play a little all right, Hades. So, all right, so we're gonna jump into the news real quick. Uh, really, you know, it's light on on news. Honestly, uh, this is this is honestly one of those weeks where uh, news was light, but you know we have. Two things to really talk about. Three things to really talk about. Uh, first up, we're just a heads up. You know, Tokyo Game Show is happening this week. Uh, you know, if you're watching this live, shout out to our people in the live stream. Um, if you're listening elsewhere, different time zones, whatever. Um, once again, thank you for, for listening. But uh, it should be happening now. Or if you're listening way, way, way in the future, it's already happened. So, of course, next week. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what we, you know, saw, what we liked, uh, didn't like. And can we talk about how people's expectations, once again, with these uh, these game shows, people's expectations are, like, so high. Yeah. Have we not learned? Have we not learned over, the like, the past couple of months? No. Relax. <laughs> like, these, a lot of, like, these quote-unquote leaks uh these you know discussions online like y'all just relax like there was there was the big rumor that um xbox bought sega and that was the reason why xbox has like the blue and white controller like y'all are, y'all are, <laughs> you're connecting dots wait that, what like, yeah <laughs> i didn't hear that last one that's pretty cool that's funny yeah so uh i mean would i want that yes you want to know why i would want that acquisition why so that we could get sonic the hedgehog games on game pass that's exactly why is sonic not already on game pass i don't know i feel like sonic cd is i think is it oh i'm not sure but uh i mean i'd love to see that i'd love to see uh microsoft sort of pumping money uh towards sega so that we can see more um yakuza we could maybe see some older franchises come back. Like, give us a Golden Axe remake or a reboot or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Streets of Rage already came back this uh, this year. 
So I'd love to see some of these older games come back. But that's my hot take on that. Um, y'all, let's uh, let's talk about the Xbox and PlayStation pre-order debacle. Yeah, let's quick. let's. Oh, we can try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, make sure you make sure you're holding. Was it F five? Keep hitting F five. Uh, Don't do it too fast, though. Don't you get blocked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get banned so, from Spat- Target <laughs> and GameStop. Fine. So you don't want my money. Yeah, this, this this past week, uh, you know, PS Five sort of like jumped the gun with the retailers. Well, I think it's more or less like the retailers didn't have like a clear direction on when to open up the pre-orders. So I, I'm going to take it as that. Um, but even then, Sony like choosing who they're going to give pre-orders to through the emails. I think that was like a load of shit as well. Mm-hmm. It was it was a mess, and it got to the point where Sony was like, they put out a tweet. They're like, "Yeah, so <laughs> this uh this pre order mess is uh it's not cool. We we understand the frustration, so we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we have extra consoles for you guys." I know on one side people were like, "All right, cool," they acknowledge the problem. Then you have the other side that sort of read into it. They're like, "Wait, so is this like artificial?" Uh, you know, was it demand? Demand, where like you guys always had the consoles. It's just that you wanted to cause that you know that, that fervor, need that fervor. Like so, it, it, it's I don't know. It depends on how you want to read it. Uh, you know, it is what it is with the PS5s, of course. I, I don't. Uh, I don't think Sony needs to do that. They don't need to art, like manufacture the server. They they know they're gonna sell out every single one of those things for the first like half a year. Like that's what I don't get. I don't get why. I mean, I get it. I get like they want to like cause that buzz. They want you know, they want the press about it. But like you said, Rod, we're gonna buy this shit regardless. Like, why even do that? Yeah. Why go through all this? Yeah. That strikes me honestly. This part of their problem, and I think Microsoft and Sony had very different problems this week. Uh, Sony's problem was just their communication sucks and they didn't really like say to retailers, they didn't have a real grip on saying, Hey guys, we're releasing on this date and this date. It was too much. It was the chicken chicken. The chicken game came back to bite them in the ass. Like they might've, mm-hmm. it might've worked for their pricing scheme as we talked about last week, but, but I don't think that ultimately worked for retailers. And so they didn't have a really a set a date for these things to really go up on. And that's what I think happened with them. Yeah. So, you know that that fell apart for a lot of people. Um, shout out to to, to the muckless muckluck force. Yes, we're able to yes secure our PS fives. All of us. Uh, we're so, I was gonna say, but subject T, we're still looking out for you. I'm yeah. telling you, we, we got to believe it. We're gonna we're gonna get you. We're gonna get you a PS five. That digital edition, right? Digital edition. We yeah, got yeah. you. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about Xbox. That's that's yeah. that's fresh fresh on our mind. Fresh. Uh. James, Rod, how's your experience with the, the pre-orders? <laughs> James, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? I mean, I can I can go first real quick. Okay. My experience was practically identical to my PS5. Um, actually, yeah, the exact same thing happened. Um, uh, I was there early. I found my store of choice. I was ready to pre-order. Things goes live at eleven. Click add to cart. And then, oh, you need to log in. No, I don't already logged in. Well, you got to log in again. And that's not your right card number, so you got to do that card number. So by the time you play that whole game, it's gone. 
of course. So I'm at work, uh, scrambling to get these pre-orders. Nothing's working. And then I just kind of go about my business upset as per usual. But then, <laughs> but then the plug comes through and he starts dropping one link. Nothing. Two links. Nothing. I was like, three links later. Boom. In your cart. Boom. Here you go. Best Buy. And now we're now we're all set. But you know what the crazy thing is? I'm actually more confirmed about the Xbox pre-order than I am the PlayStation one. Because at least Xbox took my money. My PlayStation one is still sitting there like, you got the pre-order, but eh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see uh, what when that day comes, if we'll have one for you. It, so I, so I don't know. Depending on the retailer. Some retailers will charge you once it ships. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's Amazon for sure. That is Amazon. Yeah. But then they message me and they're like, yeah, about that release day. It's looking real 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd-ish. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what that works like. But I do have an Xbox. It'll be at my Best Buy and I will not be at work that day. So there you go. There we go. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. For me, I had a very similar experience. Went was online at like 1055, you know, took a short break from work. I was like, all right, let me get ready. Strapped in. Best Buy did not go up at all. I was looking for Best Buy too. Cause that's that's mm-hmm. the retailer I needed for um for credit purposes um and rewards and things like that. So I was like, I really can't order anywhere else <laughs> on this one. I could do Amazon for PS5, but but not for Xbox. So um a thousand dollars was a lot to spend on, you know, two consoles in like a week. So I was like, let me mm-hmm. use all of the financial benefits I can accrue in order to mm-hmm. get this thing for as cheap as possible. So I was really over for Best Buy. It did not go up at 11. Like you said, I gave up after like 10, 15 minutes of like smashing pre-order because it was just giving me that error um, of, you know, hey, it's in your cart. Oh, wait, no, it's not. And then came back like 45-ish minutes later, just randomly too. And then I started seeing like over the internet people saying, oh, shit, Best Buy is up like 30 seconds um, like from posting. And so I went to Best Buy real quick. Sure enough, got in there and boom, done deal. So pre-order is secured for the Series X as well. Uh, so very excited for that. I actually think that one is pretty legit too. Haven't had any like delay messages or notifications or anything like that. So I will be hopeful that that actually ships on the day, but I'll be knee deep in Yakuza seven probably. So like whatever, (laughs) like I'm still going to be playing on my PlayStation four, no matter which console I get, um, you know, first, but yeah, I, that that's locked in. Um, Microsoft had a different problem than Sony. Microsoft's had an, uh, an, uh, an allotment problem like they didn't ship enough consoles to a lot of these stores you know so that's that's a and we saw we started seeing that i think the night before where gamestop was saying like hey guys we have like six xboxes in four x's two s's come get them while it's hot and yeah that's rough you know rough place to be the rumor stories mm -hmm. heard stories like some stores like getting zero series x uh s's Oh, right. That's mm, yeah. not surprising to me. I feel like the digital editions and the S's will ship less because those are the consoles that will take a bigger loss for the manufacturer. So, th- yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, also, that reminds me of the, like, the core, you know, from the 360 days, the, the Xbox 360 core, if you guys remember that, that had like no hard drive in it, I think. 
Oh um, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. So why they, did they do that? <laughs> well, you know, a similar idea of like, hey, let's hit a lower price point to get a larger audience. And it worked a little bit, but I just think that ultimately people ended up going for that newer one more. And maybe they were felt like they were taking too much of a loss and they stopped selling it entirely. Um, but yeah, here it seems like we're gonna hit the same thing here. The rumor right now for Microsoft is that they are having manufacturing problems and they cannot create enough uh, for the demands. So that's why stores are getting less. That's a rumor. I don't have that confirmed. I don't have insider information. That's just what I'm the common thread I'm seeing around some somewhat reliable sources. So, yeah, I'm just hoping hey, these consoles that are being made like, hey, hey, you better be building that shit right. Right, <laughs> no red rings around here, yeah. bro. Yes, please. yeah, get out of here with that. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I got really lucky um, with my PS4, my launch PS4. It's still standing, so sounds like a jet engine, but it's still running. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so those those were the you know the two launches. Of course, you know you you already know your boy already had the stuff secured. Shout out to the plug, and uh, we're, we're set. We're in here. We're ready for next gen. Like. My, I, I, I'm, I added the, added the Infinity Stone to the Gauntlet. Like I'm here, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, not happy that it was, you know, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to get it. Not happy that this was such a stressful week for a lot of people. Like a lot of people that I know that you know they were either at work, they, you know, had life going on, and. You know, I you you always hear that like the people like oh you know uh, I'll wait until like all the all the bugs are like worked out. Where were where are those people? Like, <laughs> it looks like everybody and their mama wants a PS Five and an Xbox uh, Xbox Series X. Um, I don't know, like it like the demand for these systems were like really big. Yeah, like com- yeah, like compared to like past launches that I've seen, like just, I, I don't know if it's because like I'm talking to more people that are like just more into gaming or maybe like their kids are into it now, but yeah, I, feel I don't like, know. I feel like, like it was, it. I feel like it was like that last gen too. I think it's like that every gen, honestly, it feels like that. I mean, we haven't experienced mm, it for like seven so, years. Yeah. So, so being, so me being on the front lines of that last, you know, last launch, um, mm-hmm. I think the biggest difference is that, online sales have been like so big pre-ordering online and doing everything online mm-hmm. like that wasn't a thing back then mm-hmm. if you're doing pre-orders you had to like physically go to a store so i think um like if my memory serves me correct like that's like the amount of systems like playstation 4s that we had like it, it was double digit like we we're able to like get double digits uh but I guess now that everyone's shopping online, they sort of had to like spread that out. Of course, with COVID, uh, more people are doing everything online. So mm-hmm. it, ma- it, it makes sense that a majority of the allotment was put towards these online stores. Oh, sure. But sure. of course, that comes, that, that comes to the disadvantage of it being online. So you have people using bots. Yeah. You have, uh, and like the, the whole bot thing. Like, uh, service uh, stability, like people being banned from like GameStop, like that's a mess. 
Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't get my PlayStation. Like, I was trying to get a PS4 launch day, but I was unable to get one uh, until March or April. Whenever Second Sun came out or was about to come out is when I got mine. Um, so it wasn't a full year. It was like half a year or something. And it was it was difficult. Like, these things were sold out. Like, the the excitement around the these launch consoles isn't, I don't think, is new. But I do think you're right, though, and I think you're onto something about like the online retailers and especially like the kind of environment that we're in right now, like the online environment. Everybody's shopping at home, so yeah, you're right about that. You know, like that's that's yeah. so definitely a thing. I think that's something that has to be worked on for the future. I mean, we also saw it with the uh, Nvidia graphics cards. Yeah, thirty uh, thirty 3080s. Yeah. yeah, those were gone um, in seconds too. Yeah, they were gone in seconds, and that's mostly like to because of like people using bots bots yeah uh, and yeah and and if you don't know people are essentially using programs to as soon as the stuff goes live immediately like get the stuff in the cart and like have your stuff checked out yeah like it's it's like it's a it's faster than you could humanly do it and it's automatic so that that in itself is something that you know they're saying like a lot of retailers are saying yeah like we have all of these like anti-bot software like that shouldn't be a thing and <laughs> Well, and behold, it is, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? So I wasn't planning on like, uh, like looking into getting a graphics card or anything, but mm-hmm. I am. Uh, and and if someone could clip this, I am still looking for an Elgato Wave Three. I've been looking since launch and haven't been able to find it. Really? So, yes, it's it's like I, for a while, I could have gotten the Wave One, but y'all know who I am. I'm not gonna get the wave one. I get the wave three. There we Let's go. be real. So yeah, that that was gone like since launch, and I haven't been able. Like, I have, I periodically check, you know, the website Elgato. I'll check, um, like the retails at Carrium. It's always like sold out. That day, I uh, I you know said something on Twitter. Shout out to K Spade. Put me on. Uh, so like someone that works for Elgato that has a Discord that will tell us like when certain items go back in stock. I, I look in the server. Sure enough, Elgato Wave 3 in stock on, I don't remember what website. I was like, bet. Look at the heart of the cards. Look at Muckluck coming through once again. It's a real click thing, people. Link. Look at it. Click on the link and nothing loads. Click on the link again in a different browser. Still nothing. Oh no! Go off of Wi-Fi and go on like my cell data. Try it again. Nothing. Yo, what's going on? Why can't I load this website? Wait a minute. Is this website down? Wait a minute. What release today? And I'm just going on Twitter, seeing people talk about the 3080s. I'm like, damn, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So crippled the whole <laughs> website. Yeah, like we got to Like, come on, y'all. Like. Online, like these online services, like it, we got to do better. Like if we're, if we, if, if a majority of us are going to be shopping online now, like we got to put some money into solidifying these servers, making sure these servers are able to stay up, uh, not have them, you know, stop to a crawl. Like it's, it's nuts. It's really bad. So uh, that's, that's what we have this week for the news. Um, and our topic for this week is the last bit of news, but it's huge. It's giant. So huge. It's, <laughs> it's 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 bigger than like 
at, at first hearing about it, I was like, oh, wow, that's huge. But like looking into the story, yeah, it's big. It's bigger than what most people think it is. I mean, like, let's not mince words. I, this, this is industry shaking. I would I would say like mm-hmm, this. This mm-hmm. is this is definitely something that completely stopped everybody in their tracks and was like, oh, this is happening now. OK, this this is that Disney Marvel moment. In a lot of ways, yes, and I we will yeah. I will I will definitely mention that for sure. Okay, this is gonna be crazy. Trying to trying to buy like pull up how much they bought. All right, so Microsoft buys Zenimax Media. Um, if you don't know, that's the the company that owns Bethesda. Uh, if you don't know, uh, those are the people that make Doom. They make Elder Scrolls. They're making I think Starbound, Fallout. Fallout yeah. Uh, a lot of games. I mean, it's. Games. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's Bethesda. It's. Um. It's. It's id. It's. Um. Mm-hmm. All of those developers under Bethesda because Bethesda is essentially like you know a, a publishing house a in wizard? itself. Yeah. 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 Like they publish a bunch of games who have developers under them. So Arcane and um um. Was it Tango? Yeah, it's Tango GameWorks and uh, mm-hmm. who does Wolfenstein? um i guess machine games yeah machine games yeah so it's a lot lot. of developers here yeah and i I don't have the price in front of me but i think it was like three was a three billion it's four seven billion i'm sorry no yeah you're right james it's It's seven it's seven point six seven billion Mm -hmm. that's a lot of money y'all that's That's huge So to, so us, when, yes, when, to mere mortals, <laughs> yes. So, so when, when when Microsoft sort of backed out of like the TikTok deal, I was like, oh, I mean, I feel like that would have been like if you didn't talk to buying something like TikTok, you would figure that that would have been um, something to go after. But after seeing this go through, I'm like, OK, it makes sense. Yeah. So, y'all, what? How, there's, there's so much to go off of this. So yes, there's a lot to cover. Let's here. start. So let, let's start with uh, like the biggest thing with like Xbox or Microsoft owning Bethesda, uh, them owning you know the people that are making Fallout, making Elder Scrolls. Like these are these are big games, third party games, which is now first party for Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, these these were games that we were expecting or are expecting to see on multiple consoles. So, mm-hmm. of course, you know now that this is happening, we already know for sure Xbox. You already know PC. What's interesting is that they said that you know games will be as uh, a case by case basis on what's released on other systems. Yeah. So for people that were crying about exclusives, hmm. Hmm. here you go. Hmm. Talking all that shit about exclusives. See what you did? That's you. That's talking things into existence. This is no. this is exa- this is your fault. My bad. <laughs> now Microsoft. Now Microsoft has all of these exclusives. But my hot take: Microsoft, they're. Their game plan is different. They're moving differently. They're not moving like how Sony's moving. They're not definitely not moving how like Nintendo's moving. There, it's already it's already on record that they have no problem sharing their properties. Mm-hmm. Minecraft on everything. We have uh, Ori on Switch. Yeah. We have uh, Cuphead. Cuphead on Switch. 
Um, and PS4. And PS4. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that like I think Microsoft, like I said, they're moving differently, and the whole like exclusive thing, like I could maybe see like a timed exclusive for maybe a year. Yeah, but. I'm not worried that we won't see this see these big games on other systems. Like it doesn't make sense to sort of gimp themselves like that. Like I don't think that I think the way that Microsoft wants to make money is going to be off off of services. So, you know, of course we're going to see all these things uh, being you know day one on Game Pass, and that's you yep. know money going straight back into their pockets absolutely god i just want to just just applaud that just real quick because i can't tell you how frustrating this conversation and this is not something i want to do i don't want to address like all the the fanboy talk like that's not really what i want to bring to this to this particular show but like mm-hmm. it's it's so it was really frustrating reading a lot of like the reactions and the comments and a lot of the co- the, the knee jerk commentary when this first happened was, of course, and just up front, I think it should just at least. And I'm speaking for myself here, I, not speaking for you guys, but it just it feels like Microsoft is just it just as far as the mainstream goes is still has the bad guy label on them. Like they, it feels like they've got the, um, uh, you know, the monopoly kind of stamped on their forehead. I, I feel like a lot of times when they do things, people are still not forgiving them for like, you know, seven years ago uh, with, with the, the generation, the turn of the generation, essentially. And that was a pretty big F up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not just saying they're not deserving of a lot of the criticism because they absolutely are. That was terrible. Absolutely awful. Um, but they've they've done their best to write that ship i think and mm-hmm. they spent the last half of this generation and we spent countless episodes now sitting here and recounting that so i won't relitigate every single thing but but i do think that they've done a good job of like kind of setting resetting the course um and so a lot of the reaction is like you know okay well market consolidation that is something that's not good right so capitalism kind of breeds this sort of this sort of business this sort of kind of i mean really the goal and goal in any capitalistic society is monopoly at the end of the day and when you take away more options for the consumer that's ultimately like not great and so you know bringing it back to the disney fox thing like you said james like that was not an awesome move now it's a little bit different there because fox was looking to sell anyway um Mm -hmm. however yeah disney which is this multi-billion dollar conglomeration it's not great that they've just absorbed an entire studio in a land that has like five left total. Uh, that kind of sucks because now that like those things are kind of just in one and that is as soon as that stuff starts impacting like creators and artists and you start seeing layoffs like that's no good. And that stuff happened. That happened with Disney and Fox. Like I want to say a month, maybe even less when that deal went down. There was a bunch of that stuff, people losing their jobs and um, and, and just terrible things happening to the people on the ground. That sucks. That's not good. I'm not happy for the deal in that regard. Now, silver lining, well, maybe not silver lining, but something to potentially look at. It's still very early. This deal was just announced like a few days ago, so we don't really know, but... Right now, Phil Spencer is out there. He's given a lot of interviews. In fact, there was one that dropped today with him and Major Nelson and Todd Howard and uh, uh, Pete Hines, the the CEO for Bethesda. Like they were all 
on an interview today and you know they i haven't watched that particular one yet but or at least not all of it but they've been very adamant about talking about how bethesda is going to function in a semi-independent manner that to me means that exactly what chris was saying about how Microsoft Microsoft is moving different and the way that they're moving different is that they're focused on the subscription. There's focus on the services. What can they get out of you, the consumer? Like how can they get you to continually spend money? Because overall, $15 a month sounds really good to us and I think ultimately probably uh saving us some money at least on the 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 uh back end or front end because we're not spending $70 on a every you know, game. Exactly per per game and that's and they're counting on the consumer saying okay well we want to do 15 20 a month and maybe make that price up in three to four months and they microsoft totally went for bethesda not because they needed them to make new games for them but because they wanted to have their ip for game pass to make that ultimately valuable because while um and i saw the sentiment on twitter which i think is absolutely spot on i think microsoft is trying to be the netflix of gaming while sony is the hbo and And that means that, you know, you see HBO as kind of like the prestige, blockbuster, AAA kind of experiences. And they bring that to you with like the Horizons and the God of Wars and the the, uh, Naughty Dog stuff, the Last of Us Uncharted, whatever, you know, and Microsoft is going to give you, you know, they're going to give you a variety of things. And Sony has a very specific lane that they stick into. They have, they are very much into the third person action sort of thing, but they're always very high quality. And, you know, regardless of whether or not you personally like them, I think that they're at least made with a, a relative degree of high, high quality. And so with the Microsoft offerings, we haven't seen as much of that, at least not consistently, but they're starting to gain a bunch of studios. When you think about it, when you think about what Microsoft has done, they started with six studios, I think, two years ago. And now look where they are. They, they're at. Like when you count everybody that they've acquired, they might be close to 20 studios. And that's ridiculous. So everybody who says Microsoft has no games, Microsoft has no studios, like they do now. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and there's an argument to be said for like, you know, someone purchasing something else and claiming it as their own. But at the same, but I do believe, and I, maybe this makes me naive on some level, but no, I, I'll say, nah, do that power, do that power move. Go ahead and go ahead and throw that money around. Like, I'm just happy for Xbox yeah. right now, more or less because. Like like we've said this for the like they they started off in a really bad point at the beginning of this generation, and it's sort of gone downhill. Where like their name is pretty much like it was like tarnished. Like if you if you said that you were on Xbox a lot of times in like a gaming circle, people will laugh at you. They'll point and laugh like, "Aha, you have no games to play. Ha ha, you still have to put batteries in your controller. Ha ha, <laughs> you know, bring <laughs> bring a death just to, just to throw like old stuff out there, but." Mm-hmm. Now, with how they sort of shifted their process, how they shifted just uh, how they're running things, like for a while now, yeah, and this isn't just Game Pass. Like I, we we've beaten Game Pass. Like like I, I I've beaten that over everyone's head. Like I don't that that in itself is it sells like the system, but you know for them to sort of like go towards like this whole service thing to like try and put everything under one umbrella and like have it make sense like why at that point even before like this acquisition why why were people so like angry yeah like i understand um oh there's you know exclusives yada 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 no but even then still 
Game Pass was also also had third party games on it too. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to play Outer Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, yeah, Outer Wilds, uh, all those games on day one, like that in itself was you know the it, it was worth it. Uh, now with all of these you know these these studios that we're gonna have, I just I just want to see whether or not Game Pass stays the same way. If we're gonna right, if we're, if if we're gonna, gonna be see this, if, 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 rise, yeah yeah if it's gonna be an, a price increase. Ultimate goes to like twenty bucks or something, and you know the mm. base goes up to fifteen, something like that. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I could see that. But I, but with the amount of things that we're getting, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. Well, the thing about all of this too is, is that I think Microsoft is going to start cultivating their studios, and they, it feels like they're going to do that right now. You know, Obsidian is making a vow. Rare is making this Everwild game. It looks like games that they you know that are familiar to those brands and that's interesting like it's and if bethesda for example they had to shut down human head studios a few years ago right like the the team that made the original prey um and they did something else recently oh yeah they did quiet man um so they had to like shut Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um they oh quite oh you don't know it oh boy yeah we'll have to talk off off air about that one (laughs) um so yeah, they, you know, Bethesda was like shutting uh, some some studios down. And when you look at it, when you look at a lot of these games, look at Wolfenstein. Though that didn't really sell a lot. Evil Within, Prey, a lot of the, like they were kind of making like experimental games. Like Bethesda as a publisher, they were putting these games out that were not commercial smash hits. And so, like, I'm happy that you know now they're gonna have the might of of a specific you know conglomerate that will be able to fund things now i hope it stays that way i don't know how that will actually work in real time maybe in like two months we start hearing about a bunch of shady stuff happening but i'm hoping that they let these these studios grow kind of like they've let uh, sony santa monica grow and naughty dog and um and um not insomniac but uh sucker punch and a lot of those type of studios like that sony has cultivated over time i'm hoping that microsoft takes the same tact you know like it, there, there's a lot of of that. So, and, and I, I do want to address really quick. Oh, actually, hold on. Before I do that, James, you haven't said much yet. I don't want to overshadow you. What have you? What have you got to say about all this? I am cautiously optimistic. I'm still, I'm still burned over the rare acquisition. So, buying studios does not necessarily mean we're going to get great things. Right. But hearing that they're taking a more hands-off approach with Bethesda, I'm still I'm still kind of on the fence about because I'd like to see a little bit more direction for them. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get a new engine in there. Let's stop making games nobody wants. Uh, let's fix the bugs, that kind of thing. Yeah, because somebody made a really good point. Like, who wants to play Fallout or Elder Scrolls on a console when the game runs best on PC? And it's not because of optimization, but because there's mods. Mm-hmm. But then I remember mod support exists on Xbox One X, so maybe there's something there. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, going back to the whole argument about they have no games and they have no exclusives. Um, and the thing was, back in the, like, in the previous generation, it was like, you can play all those same Bethesda games on PS4 and you had the exclusives. You had those high quality titles that you mentioned, Chris. Mm-hmm. And we still don't 
really know what those look like for Microsoft, even with all the studios that they have. We don't know what the coalition's working on, do we? The initiative? Yeah, the initiative as well. The coalition, the initiative. There's um, some double fine games coming out, but those have never been like over the top hits either. Right. More like cult classics. Yeah, exactly. Not like commercial hits, right? Like they don't sell a lot, but right. but they're like generally decent games. As, as and then we, so I'm we, just kind of going over the list and it's like, I don't know. Can we talk about how potentially uh, Microsoft has like all these rights to majority of like the West, like top selling yes. Western RPGs? Yes, they're going back to the OG Xbox days. People seem to forget that, that the original Xbox was a Western op- RPG paradise you had kotor that's nice of the old republic you had morrowind that was not on any other system you know mm-hmm. you had um it was on pc wasn't it uh morrowind was oh yeah yeah no morrowind was but it wasn't on a console it wasn't on okay yeah yeah, yeah. like that was the only console you could get and at the time it was like okay you play morrowind and this was like a gigantic title that you were not sure how they even made this for a console like that was a really uh, uh technologically advanced title for the time and you know you had that kotor you had uh the mass uh, mass effect i guess it was 360 but um jade empire you know like you yeah. had you had like a lot of western rpgs people tend to forget that xbox was was the home for that originally you know and, and in a sense this is kind of just going back to its roots in in a sense um and i and i really appreciate that you know i do want to take a moment to address that there are some out there saying that like, oh man, this is a really bad, you know, precedent to set for the next gen. This is like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with other companies? You know, they're just really concerned about, you know, what message this sends. And to that, I would just say, well, didn't last week we just watch a Sony showcase where the first thing they showed was a timed exclusive. And didn't we just actually witness like or didn't we just talk about a game that Sony literally kept off of other <laughs> like platforms and I'm talking about Avengers and Spider-Man like not because they they don't have video they don't have like specific character rights to it not the video game division they only have film rights but they literally p- commissioned the the studio to make a game only for their system so exclusives and shitty you know publisher deals are not it's not new. It's something that's not something that Microsoft has like invented. I do think this is on a bigger scale than most, but I mean, it's not inherently new. And, and, and well, yeah, this isn't really a deal. This is ownership. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they 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 outright purchased them. Um, yeah. You know, they were willing to sell. They were willing to. They were presented with an ungodly amount of money, and they were, <laughs> and they accepted. You know, <laughs> should not get up for seven I, billion. At too. the end of the day, I I, I feel like. I don't feel like Microsoft's going to play dirty like that. Like, if it was Sony that went ahead and did something like this, sure. It, like, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a set precedent that Sony will screw other people over. They, they have no problem doing that. But Microsoft has they have a track record of, uh, you know, sharing. Generally, oh, I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not going to exclude them from, like, bad deals. I'm not saying Microsoft is, like, some saint in all this. But I'm just I'm oh, saying no. the, yeah. dirt, the dirt goes around, like, everyone here. It's not, like, one. It's not like Microsoft is the big bad and Sony's the little angel in the corner saving gaming. And it's, it's not like that. Um, and, yeah. and, and the opposite isn't true either. You know, Microsoft's not the good saint and, and Sony's not not the devil either. You know, it, there's, there's just companies. Right, exactly. They're just companies who don't really have our immediate interest at heart. They really 
really everything single thing that they do every single step that they take is going to be what makes them the most money first from you the consumer so that's that's the thing that in a capitalist society you have to kind of keep at the forefront of your mind at all times uh but yeah but i will say this much just the idea that we have obsidian back and capable of making a fallout game again yes new vegas too i'm i'm excited so what's what's something that you guys i mean you, you know you just said it with new new vegas too anything else that you guys want to see come out of this deal i can't wait to see the halo doom crossover that has to happen like it, it'd be a waste not to master chief versus doom guy or teaming up with doom guy to take on i don't know demon covenant or something like, that'd be hilarious but i want that watch that watch that be a uh, top down uh, well, strategy. RTS. <laughs> RTS on the phone. Damn it, Chris. Why you got to corrupt my wish? <laughs> We're not doing that episode this week. <laughs> what about you, Rodden? Anything uh, just off the, off the dome you want to um, see come out of this? I, I don't know if I want to see anything, any specific titles. I, I'm just interested now that Arcane and Machine Guns uh, have, or Machine Games have like the the money the war chest behind microsoft i'm hoping that they cultivate those particular studios because those i think make the most those guys make the most interesting games right now um they make the most kind of unique and creative games we've got death loop coming out uh, which interestingly enough is is going to be a ps5 and they're going to like stay committed to releasing that and upholding that deal uh good on them yeah uh death loop is looks amazing uh anything arcane does i'm going to be super interested in as well as machine games i think they would did a really good job with uh, Wolfenstein. Even if I like, you know, sequel was was not as interesting as the first one. I would love to see a third one. And I think with the this acquisition, I'm hoping that they can pour funds into that particular sector uh, of of the development house and and give us a Wolfenstein three close out the trilogy. Right. So yeah, that that's what I guess I'm hoping for is is more interesting and creative titles from some of these smaller studios within Bethesda and more polish on the big ones. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Like yeah, all so of the polish. I want to say that um, <laughs> we probably won't see because I, I know that the, the deal like it's, it's gone through. It's gone past the point where like now, you know, they're, they're talking about it, which kudos to them. Ultimate Petty dropping this news right before their pre-order. Right before. <laughs> Not calculated right at before. all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so good on them for doing that. But uh, I think it won't be like official, like the, the the ink won't be dry until like next year. Right. That's right. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, you know, they, uh, you know, subject to you in the chat just says, uh, I'm just hoping that they get rid of the Bethesda engine entirely. Yes. I, I yeah. am with you with that. I think that's, that should be like, uh, like the first thing they do, you know, day one, hey, yo. We're, we're we're changing these 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 engines. Like we gotta we gotta update. Get all of this out of here. Not rework. Yeah. Delete. Start again. <laughs> Which if you if people don't know listening already, um, the same engine that uh is used in Skyrim is the same one they've been using for like years. Like they made Morrowind like, with it, right? I think they made it. Yeah, they made Morrowind with it. Um, and this is with like a lot of their games. Like, that's uh, two generations old three generations uh, three generations old guys i feel old. grow up it's time yeah so 
Uh, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the future is going to hold. Uh, Xbox, you know, we we we've said this like they they are put they they they've been working to put themselves in a good position where people can stop talking shit about them. I mean, people are going to do that in any way. People, people. Yeah, hey, they're going to do that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but now they uh, want to have a reason to. Yeah, and this and this is coming off of. Uh, didn't they they added uh, EA Origins to Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yep. Like, well, yeah. EA like, Access or this, whatever. This EA Access. Yeah. So, like, the value proposition is there. It really is. It just, I feel like it falls, like, so, like you said before, it falls down to the type of games that you're really playing. Uh, you know, PlayStation at this point can be considered like the HBO of the gaming industry um but i don't know i feel like i'm i i am i am well i mean of course i'm i'm there on both sides uh, exactly I'm, yeah. I'm not picking favorites I, I, but, I have both. Know, for, <laughs> yeah, but for people that can't do both y'all look at the xbox like yeah i would take that hit buy the xbox now wait for the exclusive to drop on playstation maybe get the revamped version when that comes out if you have to make a choice because you'll be sitting pretty with an Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, and Xbox. <laughs> See? Oh, oh yo, we didn't even mention oh, that. Can we talk, yo, can we talk about that? <laughs> okay. Can we talk? Can we talk about all of the disappointed kids and all the disappointed people that like bought the instead of buying the Xbox Series X, they bought the Xbox One X. Like the sales reportedly jumped seven hundred and forty percent awful so bad uh, guys because <laughs> I, I was remember getting back after seeing the um after getting that pre-order for the xbox i look on amazon just to see what it's looking like and i noticed there's only one one x left in stock mm-hmm. what happened yep yep i so i was like bouncing in between different websites at that point and just like noticing that like the stock of the uh xbox one x just kept getting lower and lower that was hilarious. That was great. I, I, I just want, and the internet doesn't disappoint. I just want to see the reactions of kids opening up their Xboxes and realizing it's the wrong one. Is that bad that I, I no. sort of want to see that? No, that's, that's gold. That is comedic gold. Cause some parent is sitting out there like, yeah, I did it. I've saved Christmas. I'm gonna be the mm. freaking hero. <laughs> yeah. It's it's dark, Chris, but it's not bad. So that's it for this week, y'all. Um James, what you got for us, man? Uh not a lot this week, guys. Uh glad to have y'all here with us once again. Shout out to everybody who stopped through in the Twitch chat, Breezy Bunny, Subject T. The usuals. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. Shout out to everybody listening on the podcast on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Um, I don't know. Besides that, we'll see you guys next week. Roddy, what else do you have? If you like what you've heard today, go ahead and give us a shout and a listen on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a like, a rating, comment. It helps with our visibility there as well. Um, and yeah, I you know, past few weeks been on here and it's we always have good episodes like that's just a regular thing but 
but these past few weeks have been especially good. Maybe that's just partially because of all the next gen news dropping, and it's just really exciting to be able to uh, to to do this with you guys. And and yeah, I've just been loving the conversation and looking forward to closing out the year strong. Yeah, that's it. Yo, I you, Chris. Uh, shout out to Breezy Bunny in the chat. Subject T, of course. Uh, shout out to shout out to just people just being cool. People just like just being chill. Uh, we're 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 living in a crazy time. Uh, we're about to jump into you know we're officially in fall. Uh, y'all remember it's still a pandemic going on. Please wash your hands. Double mm-hmm. up on on masks gloves uh flu season's coming up it's getting colder uh i swear to god y'all like where is where when we jump into 2021 like shit isn't just gonna reset like we're not gonna wake up and all the shit's gonna be gone no we have to live through this like we have to get through this so uh come on let's get together let's uh Let's let's beat racism. Let's beat sexism. Let's uh let's beat all all that bad negativity. Um we're better than this. We're better than this. We're better than this. So with that, um guys, play more video games, drink more water, wear your mask, and uh we'll catch you next time. Y'all be easy. Peace.